All right. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of the Roscoe's Wetsuit Neuro Podcast. I am joined by a special guest today. We have Corey McDonald on the show. Corey describes herself as a creative healer, integrating her training as a transpersonal art therapist, art speaker, and energy healer into her advanced cognitive coach training. With nearly a decade of cross-cultural experience living in five countries abroad, she helps people activate their creative intelligence. This gives them the freedom and grit to transform their challenges into wisdom and information through her, through her signature creative method for accessing infinite potentials. Uh, Corey, welcome to the show. So good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, first off, can you, can you tell me, I'm, I've been so curious ever since uh, we planned this interview, Tell me about transpersonal art therapy and, and what it is and this what, what it is. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Even that word transpersonal sounds like a big word. And actually art therapy too. There's a lot of um, curiosity about what is art therapy. And for the way that uh, art therapy came into my life and how I then share it out is, I guess the best way is to break it down so that art therapy piece if you take art the use of art is not art with a capital a like trying to refine some matisse or picasso on the wall it's purely a container to hold emotion which are energy in our emotions are energy in motion so we're moving that energy out of our body system and onto a container so for my, uh, the way I do it is through uh, visual art, like painting or doodling or drawing. But at times I can attune to people and I feel like, oh, they're movers. They want to dance this out or they want to, some people prefer to journal things out or poetry or even music. That's a beautiful way to flow uh, art, that sort of art. So that's the art we're talking about. And I often tell people, just think of when you see a preschooler come running out with a new painting, like, ah! And that's like pure raw expression there. So that's the art we're making. So what's beautiful about that is everyone has this in them. We all have pure expression that wants to come on. It's just that some of us feel a little inhibited and more than others. And the therapy part, we go to the Latin, which is therapia, which is to intend towards growth. So really, we're utilizing this container to hold stuff that we didn't see before to help us with our growth. And the transpersonal piece then comes in when we're taking the approach that we're more than these, I'm more than this thing in a pair of jeans and a sweater. I'm, I'm definitely... Uh, a micro of the macro. I am the universe tucked in here and I'm connecting with the infinite potentials and information that is there through play, through getting out of my head and coming into a more meditative, quietening state where I can listen and I can ask better questions and, and be curious. Again, it's just like childlike state to be curious and wondering and and free of mm, should be this way or mm, I'm crunching on it this way. So it's a real uh, state of coming into inward looking. 
that's the approach with the transpersonal art therapy. Right on. It, it mm -hmm. yeah, definitely sounds, I mean, sounds like kind of getting back to that, that sort of sense of, of, of fun and, and invention that maybe a lot of us have been missing ever since we're kids. Um, definitely. And even as kids didn't feel free, right? Like <laughs> maybe depending on our upbringing, we weren't allowed to have that space or our parents just didn't have the tools to to provide us that space right so well talk to me about that a little more as far as like like and you'd mentioned like the, the the inhibition that you know people might kind of feel right kind of starting off this sort of stuff why aren't we all just you know able to just walk around and and freely dance and and draw and paint like why why why, why are there all of these blockages that, that people currently have? Oh, yeah, so true. Uh, there's so many, um, so many of us want to do that, right? We, I've even had people just say, oh, I want to. And, and that's what's gorgeous about this therapy. It actually reveals, um, if not on the paper, through the awareness of the person creating, that it'll bubble up memories or moments or awarenesses that, that inform that, like what's stopping me, you know? And so often it's back to when we were, we were children and we got certain messages. We got certain, we were conditioned in certain ways that generally were passed down by our caregivers or our cultures, you know, what is acceptable and what isn't, or certain events happen to shape us. Like I'll tell you a story. There was a woman who was um, this is when we lived in Thailand and I had a uh, now I'm doing everything uh, virtually but back in those days I actually had a studio <laughs> and people would come and and take various workshops and courses and this one woman was exactly what we're saying everything in her she would come and she'd sign up for everything and I, I just let people know just move in your own rhythm and pace and i give a prompt or i give a um a doorway in and but some people take it one way and some people need that structure and bless her she just couldn't express and but even that see how the universe will even use that so even in the the room where there was the synergy of when people start to create together, there becomes this beautiful thing. It's almost like when a metronome, metronomes start to all move together, that, that that particular day, it seemed to be that everybody started to blast out winged creatures. <laughs> this group had quite a bit of synergy. They had been together for a while. So birds were showing up, lots of birds, all sorts of kind of birds. And, and, just even the people who were doing more abstractly, there was always this thing of this motion in the paper, lots of like butterfly thingies, and there was all sorts of things showing up. And this woman sat there and finally, it's almost like she took flight from this. She said something in her alighted, and she just thought, oh, I'm just gonna do it. And as she started to, to create and paint, she suddenly had this memory of when she was really little, like it was really little memory. And she said, oh, all of a sudden I saw me in my bedroom and I used to take my dolls and I'd set up a show and I'd sing to them. Like they were the audience and she would sing and sing and sing. And she said, at that time we had um, uh, my mother's mom living with us because she was ill. So grandma wasn't well. 
And I guess grandma just came in and blasted her and said, just stop it. You sound horrible. And just totally had a, a freak out on her, you know, and bless her. She completely internalized that message that I can't, I'm, I'm making a mess. And, you know, grandma said, you sound horrible. I can't sleep. So any form of expression here, I was asking her, go ahead and just be free and play like a child. Her child had to heal that in order to, to move that block out. And it's so beautiful that even in all those weeks of sitting there and receiving from other people's energy and momentum, when her system was at that place where she was ready to go, it provides this amazing creative intelligence comes through that just says, here it is, here's the picture, put it out onto the paper. It's not you. She can literally hold the paper and see, this is not me. This memory just came through and it can go. And after that, she is an amazing artist now. So it's quite beautiful to see that those moments that look like micro moments are very impactful and can move big energy out. So if I'm understanding you correctly, it sounds like we, we maybe one of the, the, the problems that can result, you know, from our busy, stressful, you know, just life is that we kind of build up this, this energy that, that gets stored and we don't really have an outlet to release it. And what you're saying is kind of the, the art therapy is kind of the way that people can sort of dump this, this excess energy maybe in a, in a, uh, in a healthy way. Am I, am I understanding that correctly? You said it so beautifully because actually that's how I start every session. Actually, I do this for myself, sometimes several times a day. If I feel something is like lodged in me or I'm just really suddenly noticing, God, I'm really reacting to my, you know, to this, maybe the car, car cut me off and I think, gosh, I really reacted. I'll, I'll kind of make a mental note to dump it. And there is something so simple that you can do with this is, and actually many people do it without even realizing they're doing art therapy for themselves. You'll be in a meeting and you're frustrated or you're bored and you'll just start to doodle. But if you become very intentional and you decide to really, um, I mean, what we do with our our thoughts is if we we can really harness them and say listen i'm going to dump all of this energy out so with transpersonal approach we like i said we tend to start with the meditation so that we quiet that thinking mind that analytical one that just keeps making lists and making more things to do i mean we love him this it's getting stuff done but we need to quiet and when we go in there then we invite all of those thoughts to just come and form like a, a snowball i say and just use our imaginal realm to move them right out of our arm and then i'll just guide people just take the first color that feels right go with the gut and just dump onto your paper and it might be for me it tends to be like whirlwinds but some people it's shark's teeth or some people it's just a haze and it's literally when we when we imagine or image in something we're that powerful we're that powerful of creators that we can dump that out onto a page and i've seen people just dump so much and i often recommend this to people who can't sleep that they have so many thoughts so they'll just have a 
little notepad. You don't even need colors, but if you got a few colors or just a pen and just dump that out. Some people love words, words will come out. Let it go, even people have ripped it up. Just get rid of it or move the page over and then you literally can feel a shift in state. And I'm also a student of Dr. Joe Dispenza and he, yeah, oh, I love his work and, and I've, he, he speaks to states and if we can change the state of our personality, then we literally do change our personal reality. And it's so often after doing a session or a workshop, people will, their response will be, oh my goodness, I can sleep so much better and I can just be a lot calmer because there is so much swirling inside of us. How can we, how can we access it? This is just a simple but potent tool to do so. Right. Well, you know, um, Corey, what, what's interesting is, you know, on, on my podcast, I, I interview a lot of, you know, psychologists, you know, clinicians, um, people that, that do different forms of therapy. And one of the things that, that uh, one of the themes that I return to a lot that's really interesting to me is this sort of notion of, you know, the sort of like traumas from, from people's past and whether, you know, some, some people, I feel like it's, it's more the minority that have the view that we still need to, you know, go back and, and specifically dissect, you know, what, what sort of originally created these kind of subconscious, unconscious beliefs and, and, and kind of go back, regress to, to wherever that, that went to or wherever that came from. But it seems like the, the majority of people that I talk to nowadays, it's, it's more so a thing of, of going forward and, and not necessarily uh, needing to, to get to find like the, the root cause of uh, the issue. Is that, with, with the art therapy, is that something that, I mean, it, it, it sounds like people, it's not necessarily like a cognitive intellectual process. It's more of just kind of releasing whatever is like built up inside. Is that how you see it? Yeah, definitely. And it's, it, it's definitely an, a release. And it's also um, a way, like you said, that, that example I gave with that woman who had that block from her childhood or that wound, you know, that trauma. That is her journey and she had it come through that way. I've had other people just reflect later that oh yeah, you know, ages ago, I, I just couldn't do this sort of thing, but now I can. So they didn't have to have a story come through. They just caught a new rhythm. It's like they built a new neural pathway. <laughs> that, like that other one is still there, right? We just closed the road and we're just saying, this one's way more inviting. And, and that's the other thing. I, in my personal journey, why I found so much um, shift and, and oh, just transformation with art therapy is because I tried talk therapies for years because I struggled with anxiety and panic and series of depressions and I really was seeking like some answers and I've always been a mystical person and a, curious person and very connected to nat nature and, and 
I was the sensitive daughter. There was four in our family. There is four in our family and I was the sensitive one. So I was always sensing things about people or intuiting things and, and very right. In, and so I trusted that. So I really pushed when I was trying talk therapies. I kept noticing, why does this feel like it's getting bigger? I'm adding more story and more story. And that's what I love about art therapy. And also I'm an energy healer too. There's no talk. It's just straight um, energy shifting, a change. And you know, there, when a person will come to me for a private session, I'll just say, what feels stuck? And, or people will say, what should I draw? And your body will tell you, are you, is there something in your back? Or sometimes it's, no, you just know, I'm chewing on this thought, it won't release. Or I'm banging into this person at work, what's going on? You don't need to know. You just put it in the art and the art holds anything. And in that process, there is a shift because you can take that heavy trapped emotion and underneath every heavy trapped emotion, it wants to pivot and there's something light and there's information and intelligence and a new way of being that wants to come through. And this is why I've now written a book and I'm about to release it in the next month. Just learning how to do that too. <laughs> but that <laughs> I was actually, I was just about to transition to that. I was going to, I was going to mention that. So I was just reading that the book is sort of said of life in full colors, unlock your childhood or unlock your childlike curiosity to uncover and activate the creative intelligence you are. And it looks like, so it's actually coming out maybe right around the time that this will be released, um, yeah. which is perfect. Wow. That's Tell so great. Tell me, so, so I'm, I'm assuming that, that the book is kind of the, the application of a lot of the, the principles that we've been talking about. What, what inspired you to want to share this in, in that format? Oh, that's so good because, you know, that was a block for me, Toby, always resisting. What inspired me was there were so many people um, asking me to write a book, <laughs> to put it in a book, because they were so stunned that something so playful and so simple as feeling something that you've, you've avoided, because no one wants to feel a heavy emotion. And actually, we've been conditioned and kind of taught not to, you know, don't cry, you're a big girl, or boys don't cry, or it's not very nice to be angry. So we take those emotions like fear and anger and shame and um, disgust and, and, you know, we just shove them somewhere. Where do they go? <laughs> you know, and so to access those and to release them instantly feels great. Um, and yet there's always these other amazing benefits too, because it's beyond just releasing. I show people how you activate this like i said the universe is in us all of that wealth of wisdom these potentials these next steps it all that inner guidance is there for us it's just that we're so outward looking we don't trust ourselves we look to a blog we look to a neighbor a friend to ask we, we just watch what other people are doing and we don't realize that no we have this unique story and we have a very clear 
path for each one of us is a precious piece of the universe. And so this is how we can take those heavy things and we can I teach people how to dig under them and own them and honor them and ask on them and then receive from them all the next steps so that what happens when you start to do that, the data piles up, you start to realize, gee, like I have all this in me and this stuff plays out better. And so your life starts to move up in a trajectory where your vibration is so much better. So you're dovetailing with things at a higher vibration. Things just, you're in flow. So that all these things that I teach with a crayon, <laughs> you start to upshift and do them. You don't even need the art materials. You start to just do them with your imaginal realm. So you're moving it, creating at the level of thought. And so it's quite gorgeous um, how even daily things that would jam you, they start to become adventures because it's like, oh, this happened. I can go this way with it. Can I tell you a story about this that just happened to me two days ago? It's so funny. I was we would we just moved into this home here in belgium so it's all new and i realized oh my goodness every time i shut the front door it locks it's one of these these homes so i'm digging around for a key and my my kids and my husband all shout mom because i'm pretty i'm i can lose things so they all remind me mom tuck a key in your coat pocket before you go in the forest. We've got a beautiful forest right across the road. So I'm in the forest having a beautiful walk. And all of a sudden, I and I pulled out some mitts because it's starting to get cold. And of course, I finish this long loop and I go to open the door and there's no key. And I think, oh no, because it was bright blue and it had our house number on it. So it's very clear, we live across the street from this, the trailhead, so it's quite clear whose key it is. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to go in there and find this key. I started to go into right away panic, beat myself up. Oh, you always lose things. And then I thought, stop, maybe this is an opportunity. Yeah. So I just started to create a new reality with it. And so I decided, okay, this is a typical challenge for me lost something i'm called i just went deep into my uh heart coherence so i just started to breathe deeply into my heart and then i amplified the heart so five thousand times stronger magnetical field to our brain so i start to you amplify i get this from heart math amplified a, a positive emotion so i just went straight into gratitude i'm i'm grateful that i've got that key in my hand and i retraced the whole hike and I was at first I felt still stressed but it was so beautiful Toby and that it was so nice to just walk that trail again and and um as I was mentioning before the podcast after living in Dubai with very few trees I was so happy but I it was like a treasure hunt because I'm looking for this blue key but I kept seeing blue things on the forest floor, but not a key. I found a blue paintbrush, if you can believe it. Grab that. I found a blue hair clip. I found all these blue things. And then I started to laugh and I thought, I've got to find this key. Come on, I've called the whole universe in and I'm having fun. I'm in a gratitude, high level vibration. Came home, no key. 
Now I know enough, I've done this enough in my life, so many amazing things have shifted so quickly that I didn't go into panic. I just decided, okay, I'm gonna keep flowing with my day and do things that keep me in this joy. Would you believe it? It wasn't that day, but it was the next morning, the doorbell rings, ping pong, and it's the, the neighbors who are also the owner of this house. And I was having the thought that I really would love to meet them. We've only rented this house on Zoom. I'd love to see them. It's them. And they are holding the key. <laughs> and they say, so nice to meet you. We know this is your key because this is our house key <laughs> that you're renting. So I'm very embarrassed at first. And then we burst out laughing and they said, but Corey, do you believe in miracles? And I said, I, this is my first conversation with them. And I said, I am definitely a believer in miracles and of creating miracles. And they said, well, something in us just had us go walk the forest. We've lived here forever. We don't walk that forest anymore. They're like always wanting to look for different trails. And they said, just today, something in us said, let's go walk it. We haven't walked that in years. And they said, we walked and uh, just somebody had stuck this, the key right up on a little stump. And I laughed so hard and I said, I was hunting for that key and then I decided to let it go. I knew it would come to me. And that was my last words, just come to me in any shape or form. So after that, it was beautiful. We had this beautiful conversation, have so much in common and I got to know them in a new way with this key bringing us together. This is how life starts to become quite magical and childlike when we just can relax about things and not get all strained about things. Right. Uh, Corey, I wanted to return to something that you briefly mentioned earlier, and I'm really glad that you did, which is the uh, heart math and, and heart coherence. Um, so that's something that I, I was actually introduced to. I worked at a, a research lab um, in my undergraduate um, program that was actually focused uh, on looking at heart rate variability amongst uh, the neural sort of signals that we were looking for. But so that, that's something that's really been of interest to me. And I was, I would love if you could just kind of uh, talk to me a little about what, what sort of that heart coherence, what that means to you and, and maybe how you integrate heart math and, and those practices. Oh, that, I love that we both have that in common. I, I completely integrate it with that. In fact, I find that heart math meditation is so accessible to people because meditation can be a tough one for some people and they and it's such a beautiful way to um, get great results right away too so what i how i integrate it is before any um, movement into grabbing a crayon <laughs> or picking up a brush or just grabbing a pen right away i invite whoever i'm working with um, to come into the heart space and to start slowing the breath. And so usually four or five counts in and then a holding and then a release and lengthening the exhalation. And then, as I mentioned earlier to um, with HeartMath also, heartmath.org, I'm just gonna say for your viewers to just go on that site because it's just beautiful and full of resources and, and information. And so then bringing in a, a 
light emotion. I, I tend to use light and dark, like color, <laughs> colors, because all emotion is just, like I said, it's just energy. So bringing in gratitude or bringing in joy or bringing in appreciation or peace and, and even imagery. We have these incredible imaginations. So I have like a certain favorite happy place on Kauai is where we have a little place. So I'm right there. I'm back on my favorite beach and I'm there. And when you, you can literally feel your cells <laughs> come alive and you feel yourself just go there. And what's exciting to me right now, Toby, is that last four months I've been invited to join HeartMath is um, doing some research with a team called from Mindful Science. And I was invited to join their research to do something which really integrates art therapy with HeartMath, which is toning. Have you heard of toning? I haven't. Please okay. tell me. Yeah because I, I, I really want you to do this for yourself because my heart coherence scores when I tone as opposed to when I just have a silent, what I just described is silent tone, a silent meditation. And that's powerful. My heart coherence starts to rise for sure. But when we add toning, which in art, expressive art therapy, we call it sounding. So you know there's color vibration, like you can see all the colors behind me. These are actually color vibration paintings just from my playful heart. So we can feel that we're around certain colors or if we maybe we're needing a lift in certain energy centers in our body, we can have different colors. Like today I actually needed a lift, so I, not, I found that interesting that I grabbed a yellow um, <laughs> related to our power center or a shop, or, um, solar plexus chakra so color has vibration so also as we know sound has vibration is vibration we are vibration so in art therapy often when we get to the end and we finish and something new comes through a new vibration comes through in order to ground it and to bring it into um into the your new way of being what i'll do is and i'll invite people to tone or sound to it so especially in groups it's quite beautiful where people will grab hands or at least be in close proximity around the art and just naturally form sounding tones to it much like you know again back to the child who goes to the sees that grandpa bought ice cream and he goes ah <laughs> or when you we go to the grand canyon and we see it for the first time and we think oh you know, we're doing this and dolphins do it and birds are doing it. So we'll, with, in a group, we'll often have just people, we'll start with an ah or e, whatever sound, and it'll just move. And it's so beautiful. It's like harmonics. So I was invited to do research on this where you do five minutes of silent heart meditation check your coherence scores, and then you do toning. So on the, I'll inhale silently and I'll hold and then I'll just release like an I tend to do um like an om <laughs> so I'll do an um and even as I do it I feel that it's like a cat purring like an inner massage that vibration just takes over and you cannot be crunching on a lot of thoughts when you're putting your tones through and I notice that my coherence scores are sometimes double, even triple to when I'm in silence. 
I find that very interesting. I'm really curious to learn more about this. So I'm very happy I hopped into that research and have a million questions as I go. But uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend. So even when you're out, I see your surfer. So <laughs> are you a surfer? I, the, <laughs> it's actually funny that I, I'm not. Um, hopefully in the future, the, the podcast, I know it has the surfboard a little misleading, but, but, uh, I, surfing would be, it, it looks awesome. Doesn't it? I mean, that's another, I think that's a very, another form of flow state, like creating, right? Well, even we can imagine being surfers. I have a sister who's in Hawaii and she is, and, uh, but I, I would even tell people when you're out in nature, no one's around. There's nothing to lose. You can just be walking in it, or if you're hiking, just breathing in. And then you're hearing birds do it all the time. A little squirrel's going off. You can just make sounds and, and see what comes out of you. It's the exact same as in the art. Nobody knows what's going to come out when I say, okay, you have this pain in your neck. Show me. What does it, show yourself. What does it look like? Get information. And it, it just is that trust of like, okay, I'm just gonna go. And as soon as you go, the hand just starts to, to move and that creative intelligence kicks in and then boom, a whole bunch of data is there. And in the process, just as with the sound vibration, with the color vibration, the coherence is going up because the heart is informing the steps. And it's aligning with the, yeah, definitely the, the two are working together, but it's really heart led. And that's where so much new information and intelligence can come through for us. So I think the two really align and I would love, I'm looking forward to when I can do in-person events again, because to hear a whole room um, that are free, like we said, childlike and free and the colors have flown and now the, the sounds with the colors. It's so beautiful it's, and powerful. And, and people do report that after, because the, those vibrations have moved through their system, they, they move these new patterns into their lives. They bridge it so much more easily because they've literally formed a template of sound and color vibration to start a new track. Very interesting. Mm. Well, Corey, uh, we're coming up on to the end of the show. Is there anything, uh, anything that we haven't covered that you feel like uh, is important or anything else in your work that you'd like to share? Oh, I love this question, Toby. I, you know, we've talked about so many fun things. I've loved it. I'm just having a little download right now to just really encourage people because I, I feel when people come to me that they tend to say it this way in some shape or form. I know I'm creative, but I just, I'm not, I can't even draw a stick man. Or I know I, I have this in me. I just don't, I don't know. There's so many people who just make, make art and they can do this. They assume that they have to have this ability to paint or to sing perfectly, to be a creative force in the world. And yet, oh, it's so gorgeous when people are, are very comfortable in, in, in a space and 
just decide, I'm just going to play with no plan and just flow. And as soon as a person does it, I, it, I've seen just hundreds of people. It's so much fun because everybody is highly creative. And we're creating at the level of thought all the time. So anything we can do to become more aware of what thoughts are streaming through so that we create consciously, that we create the things we want to see in our lives and we aren't just going by these, like we said, those old, old highways <laughs> that are just running us, you know, it's so gorgeous. So trust that you are a highly creative being and that just because you've got a story that you aren't, I, I had one for years because I had an artist older sister, right? Like she's the artist. So I had this story and now I realize, no, that's just a story and we can create a new story. So know that you're a very creative being. Everybody is. Yeah, that's the big one I want people to know. It doesn't take a certain skill or a, like a special gift. <laughs> right. We all got it. We all got it. Love it. Well, Corey, uh, I really enjoyed our conversation today. Uh, if people want to find out more about you, your work, uh, where would you direct them to? Yeah, I just welcome you, everyone. I'm with this coming book. I'm so excited because I'm learning. I'm still learning like a child too, <laughs> learning how to create a new website. And I've got upcoming courses in the new year, teaching the, the elements of the book. And those will be by Zoom and online. So my website is right there for you. It's uh, Corey, uh, at Corey.com. So creatinghealingwithcorey.com. And there's lots on there and there's lots of free resources and even like some guided meditations and different art um, creative uh, transformation processes for you to try that are so easy. All you need is a, just some paper and some crayons and just know you're welcome and contact me if you have any questions or ideas come through during this podcast while you're watching. I would love to dovetail with you. Awesome. Well, I'll for sure check that out. Yeah. Um, for, for our listeners, um, if you guys enjoyed the show, go ahead and like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're Roscoe's Wetsuit Neuro. And you can also find audio versions of the podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else audio podcasts are available. Uh, and you can also find all of, uh, all of the above on uh, Roscoe's Wetsuitpodcast.com. Corey, again, it was such a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Toby. It was great to be here. <laughs>